Hello, it's day five of the Haru Basho and this is Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. Well, I said my name weird. Well, I'm Amoy. We are not off to a good start if you can't even <laughs> say your name right. <laughs> Should I stop and start again? Probably not. I'm just going with it. See, I'm here thing, with Dave. The thing is, you're pretty good with Wakataka Kage, but <laughs> Amy is uh, proving a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard myself say it like that before. Actually, once when I was young and I had, um, spoiler alert, a different boyfriend and I introduced- Sorry, what? I know. I didn't want to say it, but it did happen. Um, I introduced myself as his boyfriend to his family at his 21st, like his extended family. I said, I was so nervous. Yeah. I said, hi, I'm Amy. I'm Andrew's boyfriend. Wow. But that kind of thing <laughs> happens though. Like I, I've seen it before where, where people just, I mean, people forget that kind of thing. Yeah, right? I, We've all I been just, in that situation. Like, I was just so nervous yeah. and they all laughed yeah. and I, <laughs> and I actually teared up. Like I was so upset. Oh. It was awful. Well, they hated up, me and we broke up. Well, no. I was going to say tearing up is probably not the best response to no, look, that. Things were worse than that. They were bloody flat earthers. They told me that anyway, oh, really? anyway, hang on, let's not get into that. Do we not have time for this? You should sub subscribe to our Patreon where we we, uh, we will have a full episode no on No joke, that actually where it, was, it was quite distressing. Wow, and Moses okay. and there was a, like a big dome over the earth and that's why the flood was contained in the dome. And if you believe that, like good luck to you. Actually, that makes a lot of sense, but let's move on. <gasps> the dome, it's, it's <laughs> the what dome. it is. <laughs> <laughs> the only dome we're interested in is the one over Kokukikan. Today, what did you notice segue. that seamless segue I into loved Sumo? I we need to get to sumo eventually. Arby fought today. Arby fought today. Did he win? I'm going to play this and that will answer your question. If that riff doesn't answer your question, I'll answer it for you. Arby won today. He strangled this kid called Asunayama directly down to the dirt. Asunayama. Aso no yama. Aso no yama. Got to be, got to be slow on that one. Uh, I mean, mate, you've got to change that. I mean, if a kid's coming up with the name of Hekuho, you'd say <laughs> the same thing, right? It's too close. Hekuho is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asunoyama. He lost today. Abi won. He didn't actually do much. He just sort of cradled his face and then he dropped to one knee. Asunoyama. Um, so Abi is now three and zero. Pretty good. Great work, Abi. He's back he, in black. We he, are Australian. We have to play. Uh, ACDC at least once a day. That's what we do here. We just stop. Everybody stops at 2pm. You know, the, the Spanish, they have a, a siesta, but we just stop and play ACDC. Anyway, Jurio, Ichi Yamamoto, he had some good movement today. He got the win over Nishikigi. He's 4-1 and Nishikigi is 3-2. and two. Tochimaru came up from Makushita and he chased Nishikifuji around the doyo and forced him out, actually. Tochimaru is one and two. Big win for him. It's his first win at Makushita four. And Nishikifuji is two and three. It was a really long bout between Takakento and Bushozan. They locked up, but Bushozan couldn't keep his feet as Takakento backed away and just fell before Takakento stepped out. That's Takakento's first win on day five. He's one and four. Bushozan, our new fave, at three and two. Sorry to see Bushozan go down, but what a relief for Takakento yeah. to get that first win yeah. at Jurio. We don't Jurio. begrudge him. 
Lovely work. Jokoryu dominant against Tohakuryu today on the belt. He moves to two and three. Tohakuryu is one and four. Chiyonoumi dominated the much bigger Yago here, turned him around, stood him up on the bales and stepped him over. Both are three, two. Hakuyozan takes it out over Mitoryu. He moves to three and two. Mitoryu struggling a bit here on one and four. Well, Takagenji, this was the match of the day in Jurio. Takagenji tries to out Shohozan Shohozan and actually does a fairly good job. There were heaps of grunts. They were both going for it, particularly Shohozan. I think it was coming from him. It was a really tight finish on the Tawara and it sees a very tired Shohozan edge out the win by Amiuchi. The fisherman's throw. Wow, you don't get to see that Kimarate very often. No, it's a hoik over the shoulder, if you haven't seen it, like you're throwing a net. That's why it's called the fisherman's throw. And a, a great bout, if you if you have a chance to watch it, go and have a look. Both of these guys are now three and two with that Shahorzan win. Shahorzan has no right to be this exciting in Juria. I know, I know. But Taka Kenji, I really thought, took it to him. He did wear down Shohozan and maybe it was just Shohozan's sort of um, experience at the end coming through, but geez, it was a good one. Azamari came up against Ura. He tried to pull him down twice from Ura's low position and he succeeded, but Azamari also stepped out at the same time. There was a monoe and the decision of Azamaru as the winner was upheld. He moves to four and one, not too bad. And Ura with that loss is three and two. So two losses for him and he's just sort of moseying along all right, as Ura does. <laughs> it was a flurry of about between Chio Tori and Kyokutaise, with Chio Tori eventually losing his balance and Kyokutaise could push him down. Chio Tori one four, Kyokutaise is three two. Well, we saw Churunoumi rip Kyokushuho's hand off his belt, turn him around and shove him across the Tawara in a very dominant display. Churunoumi two and three, Kyokushuho one and four. Well, we have a dream of there being yeah, four brothers in Makuuchi. So we do have Wakamoto Haru, the elder brother of Wakataka Kage. I'm doing very well. Eme here. <laughs> uh, and we'd love to see him up with his younger brother in Makuchi, but he didn't help the cause today. Sadunumi beat him. Sadunumi moves to two and three. Wakamoto Haru, three and two. Ishiura, he springs into action today, but his legs couldn't quite keep up. And Daishomaru slaps him straight down to the dirt. Ishiura, three and two. Daishomaru, two and three. Akua looked pretty strong today. He moved Chiono back powerfully and slapped him down. Akua two and three. That's his second win. Chiono is three and two. The final bout of Jurio was Enho against Tokashoryu. Enho unbeaten at this stage. And he just buzzes around Tokashoryu. He's pushing into him from the side, the front. He darts around. He grabs Tokashoryu's belt. He grabs the cigar and rips it off and he eventually hounds Tokashori to the ground. It's it's a really impressive bout from Enho like his others have been and it's like people have just forgotten a little bit how to deal with him. Yeah, I mean, he's back in Jurio because, you know, we saw people at Makuchi just really working out where he was attacking from. But what we're seeing uh, from his performance in Jurio is just he's refreshed the angles 
He's, I mean, he took, I mean, you did mention that Enho buzzed around today, but he was going straight line against a much bigger opponent. He went on the belt. He went on the belt. <laughs> I love what I'm seeing from Enho so yep. far, this Basho. He moves to five and zero. Uh, Tokushori, you one and four. Let's move on from that. The leaders in Jurio at the moment on five wins, zero losses. Enho, two Rikishi trail behind him on four and one, and that's Azamaru and a little guy we like to call Ichi Yamamoto. Yeah, good news for him at Jurio 14. And let's move on to Makuchi. Okay. The first bout of the top division, we had Kaisei up against Dayamami. Dayamami had a hand on the belt early, but this bout was all about upper body strength. Kaisei was stronger here. He moved Dayamami back, but Dayamami rallied. He kept Kaisei from getting in too close, which we know is his danger area. Kaisei eventually worked a hand onto the Dayamami belt. And then this bout switched over from an upper body battle to a belt battle. And this is exactly where Kaisei wanted to be. And he was able to quickly dispatch Dayamami. Yori Tawashi, frontal crush out over the bales. Big win for Kaisei. Pretty methodical for him. He would have liked to maybe put Daimami away a little bit earlier, but uh, he got it done and he is 4-1. Yay, Kaisei. And Daimami, he's 2-3. and three. The Jurio visitor was Mr. Sumo. He is earning that name again. Not that we ever stopped calling him that, but uh, he's definitely <laughs> still Mr. Sumo in our hearts. Chiamaru up against Maegashira 14 Tsurugisho. Chiamaru came forward, powers forward. He stands Tsurugisho up. Tsurugisho whiffs a couple of return shoves, like full air, um, air slaps, and then he is out. Chiamaru's come forward that far. And move the big man back. Isn't he looking good? He's looking really good. Like, all memes aside, Chiyomaru is looking so solid at the moment. Yeah. The feet are working in perfect concert with the upper body, um, able to, to dispatch Tsurugisho very easily today. Mm -hmm. He's Beautiful. four and one. It's great. Going back to Jurio 3 tomorrow, uh, full of confidence, I would imagine. Tsurugisho having a tough time at Maegashira 14. He's one and four. Kotoweko up next against Hidenumi. And Kotoweko was aggressive again, as we've seen him be all basho. As he worked his way under Hidenumi, he bumped, he worked Hidenumi back. Hidenumi was happy to give himself some space here. He stepped back, but Kotoweko was on the attack. Hidenumi found himself back on the bales, but he was able to wrench Kotoweko around by the arm. But at the same time, Kotoweko went for the leg grab very briefly. This is not his sumo, and he quickly got off the leg. It was a bit of a stalemate as they moved back to the middle briefly before Kotoeko, he attacked again. But this time Hinumi let him come forward at him, and he rolled Kotoeko to the ground for an Uwatanage win. I thought it was good sumo from Hinumi. I thought he defended really well. He was really difficult to move, even with Kotoeko's considerable muscle mass. It was close at the end, but Hidenumi surprisingly nimble on the Tawara and he moved aside, taking him to three and two. So he's one out of the brothers. Let's see how we go today for a double brother win. Uh, Kotoeko, he is three and two as well. Teretsuyoshi came up next against Yutakiyama. And surprisingly, to me at least, Teretsuyoshi went straight on the belt quickly with his right hand. He did duck around to get that belt grip. He applies pressure from the side, spun Yutakiyama around, and from there Yutakiyama 
didn't put up a lot of resistance and it was just a matter of getting him over the bales. Yutakiyama not looking good at the moment. He's won four and I think it must be an injury. Yeah, I mean, obviously the elbow, the right elbow is heavily bandaged at the moment. Did it have much to do with this loss though? Well, I th- I think it must because he was holding it really gingerly as he went out and then down the Hanamichi people were having a look at it and sort of sussing it out and he was talking about it and gesturing towards it. So I think it's actually affecting him quite a lot. I don't know if it was further damaged in this bout, but I it's, think it's definitely... It's so hard to watch yeah. Yutakiyama suffer like this. He's won four after that loss. Um, respect to Tiritsuyoshi here. Mm. I thought he fought really well. With that win, he moves to 3-2. We'll keep an eye on Yutakiyama as this basho goes on. Next up, Akiseyama and Chiyoshoma. Chiyoshoma hit hard at the Tachiai. He drove Akiseyama back. Akiseyama was shaken but not deterred and he steadied and stopped the Chiyoshoma flow. I saw Chiyoshoma here work a leg around Akiseyama's upper thigh very briefly but he stopped that uh, avenue of attack and they returned to the locked up position. Strangely, Akiseyama tried a leg sweep here. Did you see this one? Yeah. Very unlike him, and it, it didn't work, and it left him in a very vulnerable position, and Chiyoshoma capitalised quickly, and it was with Akisiyama's balance off, he was able to drive him to the ground here and uwate dashinage throw. Yeah, and that's a danger with Akisiyama. I mean, if he goes down, he goes down hard, and his legs were, were spread, and he kind of did the quite nimble splits for almost mm. for Akisiyama. But he, he can't let himself get off balance like that. I don't know. I haven't well, seen him do a... Leg sweep. Very yeah, much. I mean, it didn't feel like the right move today. Yeah, he needs to keep the balance. That's yeah, keep where the he, balance. his uh, power lies. So he's three and two with that loss. No biggie. Chiyoshoma is the same score. Chiyotairi came up against Aoyama and Aoyama is just looking so powerful at the moment. He was on the straight line push today and Chiyotairi was his punching bag. 4-1. It's not a bad scoreline here for Aoyama. Oh, Danny boy. The Kachikoshi's calling. Oh. Um, when it comes together for him, he just looks so good. Yeah. I am fully feeling great and encouraged about what I'm seeing from He's Aoyama. looking determined. His face looks determined. Yeah. And, and at Maigashira 12, I can see where that determination is coming mm. from. He hasn't been this far down the rank for a while. And, you know, a 4-1 is a great way to, to say, I'm back. I'm going to move up a little bit. He absolutely smoked Chiyotaru today, who moves to 2 and 3 with that loss. It was a battle of hearts for me next. Two of my favourite rikishi, Chiyonokuni and Ryudan up next. You had two layers of T-shirts on. I did. I had to put them aside, though, so I could coldly analyse this bout. Oh, what, what he does I, for this podcast, well, what he does for you guys. I mean, is hero too strong a word? Uh, and what I saw here from this cold detachment, the window I was watching from, was a very wobbly touchy eye from Chiyonokuni. Ryudin shot forward, but Chiyonokuni was just not phased by the incoming attack. He counterattacked high, then switched low and just drove Ryudin easily back and over the bales. Big win. Yeah, I don't know what to go with Ryudin. It's a real bummer to see, actually. He just crumbles again. Looks like he's got no power to withstand an attack. Um, it's not clear what the issue is to me. We've been avoiding talking about this and I don't think now's the right time, but what's up with Ryudin? Yeah. What is up with him? 
I want to know. No, I want to know. <laughs> what is up with that? I'm asking you. No, I, I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> I, I, I can't face it. I've come back from my area of cold attachment. Now I'm there's yeah, very much it. emotional yeah. attachment. Well, it's not pleasant to watch. He's one and four, uh, but his losses have, you know, often we say the losses are full of spirit. Yes, exactly. Full of um, good sumo and, you know, it's just something that happened at the end or uh, a wrong step or something, but, or the other person was better. The opponent was mm. better at, in the end, but Reardon just hasn't been doing anything really. And we're not just talking about this basho. This has gone on mm. for the last possibly six months. We've seen a absence of Ryudin. Yeah. Anyway, let's focus on the positives. My boy, Chena Cooney, yeah. Mr. 4-1 with that win. Uh, Ryudin, 1-4. and four. Midori Fuji and Tobi Zaru were up next. And boy, was this about to watch. Please look it up if you haven't seen it. Watch it again if you have. I'm going to go and watch it right now. I'll be back in a bit now. <laughs> Toby Zaru. He kept Midori Fuji at bay with his outstretched arms, but Midori Fuji dodged and came in anyway. He grabbed a le left hand belt grip on the outside, and his right arm was around Toby Zaru's body as well. Toby Zaru too had a right hand grip, so they had their grips on the same side. And they locked up from here. There was a lot of back and forth initiating here. Neither of these guys are the type to rest. So although I say they locked up, there was there was almost no static um, yeah, time Yeah, completely here. agree. Um, Midori Fuji's right hand uh, came off and on one side they were, they were holding hands, sort of trying to wiggle back and forth and get the upper hand. Midori Fuji tried to shove Tobizaru down. It doesn't work. Now they both have a double belt grip. And from here, it was Tobi Zaru who swung Midori Fuji around and shoved him back with the face. Big win from Tobi Zaru and he was pumped. Uh, uh, this was a huge, huge win for Tobi Zaru. Like, I, I couldn't believe this bout. It went for quite a while. Mm. And as you said, there was no stopping during it. It was a very dynamic bout. We spoke about Tobi Zaru yesterday, showing a new uh, angle to his sumo by getting on the belt. But what we saw today was something else again. Matching it with Midori Fuji through the entirety of this bout, he looked tired afterwards. Yeah, so they there was a beautiful shot of them both. They kind of both went off the doyo, um, both on an angle, both on the same side. And so there was a camera for both to show their faces up close. Yeah. Midori Fuji went through a whole range of emotions <laughs> and his face it's showed true. all of them. Like there was kind of disappointment, then there was more disappointment, then there was a bit more disappointment, <laughs> frustration. A little bit of admiration, a little bit of frustration, then back to the disappointment. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of, his face moved a lot actually. It yeah. was interesting to see. And Toby Zaru, he was so buggered that he was just absolutely gasping for air, which kind of came across as joy. <laughs> But I think it was more gasping for air. Yeah, yeah. And what he did give us is a double brother win. Oh, finally. We got it. It's a big day in the Tobizaru slash Hidenumi household. <laughs> they can celebrate together in their different hairs, but they can uh, they can both be happy for each other. Some very nice. proud parents tonight, yeah. I would imagine. Uh, so with that win, Tobizaru moves to three and two, Midori Fuji two and three. Kodnawaka was up next against Hoshoryu and Kodnawaka absorbed the enthusiastic Hoshoryu opening before leaning in and slapping both hands on the back of the Hoshoryu belt. He moved forward quickly, but Hoshoryu was ready 
and somehow he tried to fling Kodnawaka to the ground here when he was in a very bad position. Kodnawaka stayed up, stabilised, and reinstated that belt grip. They locked up, and there was a brief moment of stillness, a time to reflect, before they both tried to throw each other at the same time. Didn't come off, uh, they stayed up. Hoshori stepped back after this, and from here he was able to pull Kodnawaka down to the ground. This was spectacular belt sumo from Hoshoryu. Yeah, a real lot of history in this out. They're sort of fighting for their families in a way. Strong sumo lineage on uh, on both sides. Interested parties watching this uh, bout. And so I think for Hoshoryu to lower Kodnawaka to the ground like that after really standing up and dealing with some great sumo as well from Kodnawaka was, was a big thing. With that win, Hoshoryu moves on to two and three, Kodnawaka one and four. Tamawashi and Kagiyaki were the next four today. Tamawashi, the master of the Norowa, showed us his craft. He gave us a step-by-step guide to the Norowa. You can do it with this hand and then swap to this hand and then have another go from this angle. Kagiyaki was held high and then he was suddenly on the ground. It was an Oshitaoshi win to Tamawashi. I wondered here whether he lost his footing. Yeah, it looked a little bit like it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Tamawashi pushed so hard that he rocked back and then fell forward of his own accord. It was given an Oshitaoshi, so it it was given as a Tamawashi technique. Uh, yeah, exactly right. I think Tamawashi was smart to hit Kagiyaki high, keep that centre of gravity high as well. I mean, Kagiyaki is so tall. How, how high does your arm have to be for that Norua? Turns out pretty high. And Tamawashi with that win, three and two, Kagiyaki, two, three. Next up on the doyo, Tochinoshin and Okonumi. They went body to body out of the touchy eye before both locking up on the belt, uh, both Rikishi establishing double-handed belt grips. Tochinoshin heaved and lifted Okonomi momentarily into the air, which was great to see, uh, but Okonomi made himself hard to move and he planted his feet back on the clay. Tochinoshin was channeling a 2018 version of himself as he used that solid double-handed belt grip to lift and drive Okonomi back to the bales. Okonomi here somehow put up an amazing resistance on the bales, but Tochinoshin was feeling it and he took him over for a Yorikiri win. Good belt, Sumo, here. It was so great to see. And it's been a while since we've seen some feet waving in the air, hasn't it, from Tochinoshin? Not his feet. Okonomi, I thought he fought until the end, but a super strong finish from Tochinoshin. He's three and two and, and showing some really good techniques and a wide range, actually. And Okonomi is one and four. Ichinojo up against the unbeaten Miyogiryu. And Ichinojo's tachiai, it's not great. He doesn't look as attacking today. I thought Miyogiryu's tachiai was much more powerful. It tempts Ichinojo into the pool because Miyogiryu's come forward so far. It's not a great idea. And when he tries to come forward again, Miyogiryu gets out of the way, lets Ichinojo stagger forward, and he gets turned around. Miyogiryu can wrap two arms around him and take him out, Yorikiri. So not quite as strong a showing from Ichinojo today. That, that pull was very suspect. Uh, look, I've got to say, I thought Ichinojo's footwork was good again today. I agree the touchy eye wasn't as sharp, but he's still quite mobile out there. But Yorikiri is red hot right now. Mm. 
With that win, he moves to five and zero. At Maigashira four, yeah. things are looking good for him. Ichinojo with that loss is three and two. Endo up next against Shimano Umi, and Endo absolutely dominated this bout out of the touchy eye. He threw himself at Shimano Umi with no real sense of control, but it worked. Shimano Umi was swamped, he was overwhelmed, and he was taken back over the bales by Endo. Yeah, Endo found the, the sweet chest spot, that's for sure. When he hit that perfect position, somebody just rockets back. Shimonomi, maybe, I don't know if he, he's not trusting himself or having confidence in himself at this rank of Magashira 3 because he's not getting the chance to do much, is he? Uh, well, that's definitely what we've seen over the last few days. He hasn't had a chance to do his style of sumo. I know that's a bit of a saying, but he would really be feeling that right now. I just think Endo surprised him with this uh, lunge forward, this yeah. out of control well, movement But why forward. can't Shimano Umi take the um, initiative and lunge forward? Like why can't he be the one rocketing out of the touchy eye? Well, that's a question only Shimano Umi can answer. Mm, well, we'll send him a Send Facebook him a text. <laughs> Shimano Umi is one and four. Endo is two and three at Magashira five. Takayasu came up next against Kirabiyama. And this was another fairly quick quick one. Uh, Takayasu fairly easily shoves and windmills Kirabiyama out of the doyo. It was a bit of a surprise to me. Collects his fat stack and uh, Kirabiyama is left again regretting a, a pull because he did try one. Yeah, I know. And Takayasu made him pay. I don't know, there's there's a bit of a feeling that Takiyasu, that confidence is coming back, the strength is coming back, that that um, confidence in his body is coming back. Just absolutely rinsed Kirabiyama today. Mm, I think it's the assumption that you'll win. Yeah. You know when you see, you used to see Takiyasu go up against someone and you're just like, well, unless they're Sanyaku, he's definitely going to win. He's so strong. Future Sekiwake Takiyasu moves Ooh. to 4-1. Yeah, yeah I, I like said it. it. I said it. I, I will also start saying it when I remember, <laughs> which will be not very often. I will probably forget tomorrow. Kirabiyama with that loss, two and three. Sumo Mainichi, honorary Sekiwake Daisho, more accurately, Komasubi Daisho, <laughs> up next against Komasubi Mitakumi. Now, why is it on day five we're getting a Komasubi matchup? <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's too early. It well, makes yeah, no but, sense. Yeah. Uh, Daeshok, of course, coming into this bout winless. This was a surprisingly tame touchy eye from these two. Uh, they meet. Daesho's thrusts were doing a better job of unbalancing Mitakumi. And from here, Daesho just simply, he continued forward. And Mitakumi had no answers and was pushed out across the bales, a Noshidashi win for Daesho. Mm. Well, I definitely thought that Daesho came off better in the Tachiai battle there. Uh, he kept his arms strong. He kept coming forward. Did Even you think that was so? a bit lame. It was just from these two I expected sparks to be coming yes. off. But, they, but maybe they were like, I'm just going to come in a little bit safe on this one. Yeah. Well, they both, maybe they both thought that they were going to like crash out and they mm. both tried to be a bit sensible. Not sensible. And, 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 you know, I mean, this is exactly the bout where I start getting frustrated at Mitakumi. Mm. Yeah, he's 3-2. I'm super pleased that Daisho got oh, his first of win. Of course. Um, Sumo Manichi honorary Sekiwake Daisho. He's 1-4. and four. Mitakumi, as I mentioned, 3-2. and two. 
Magashira one, Takara Fuji, can he get his first win? He's up against Sekiwake Takanosho. And these last well, f- four bouts now have been kind of quick, relatively easy, in inverted commas, wins. Um, and this one was the same. Takanosho placed his hands on the absolutely perfect spots on Takara Fuji's body, slid him back and used a final push to uh, send him to his doom. Oshidashi, nothing flashy. But another win for Takanosho. Well, I mean, speaking of bouts being quick, I would say that Takara Fuji's losses have gone the same mm. way. Mm. Um, Takara Fuji's normally better at stemming that flow. Yes, and he's good on the Tawara as well. I was surprised. Certainly. He had his foot on it. He had yep. the brace position, but he couldn't do anything from there. I mean, Takara Fuji is 0-5 now at Maegashira 1. It's worth remembering, though, in the first five days, he has lost to Asunayama Hakuho, Shodai, Takakesho, and now Takanosho. So all Sanyaku, Rikishi. Takara Fuji fans, don't get too down yet. This by is that just... we mean his, his boys. Don't and by get that, sad, boys. And by that I mean his sons and myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, better days are to come, but at the moment he is 0-5 with that loss. Sekiwake Takanosho is 4-1. and one. Big bout next. Sekiwake Terunofuji up next on the doyo against Maegashira 1 on Osho. There was a break here. Now, sometimes we see breaks where they're stepping forward. Uh, this, we saw how this, this particular bout was going to play out. Terunofuji rushed forward, clamped a hand on the belt, spun on Osho around. As he was moving to the bales, the Gyoji pulled this up. We believe it was because Terunofuji didn't put his hands yeah, down. Yeah, he's known for... Thank you, Oji, for pulling that up. For pulling it up. Um, Tirana Fuji looked devastated. I think he really showed his hand here. Well, he actually took Onosho out. Yeah, he did. Onosho was out over the Tawara. He took him all the way across. Yeah. Bit rough here, I Bit think. Mean. <laughs> Got to And stop. again, you know, the sumo Mainichi position is hands down has to be optional. Mm. As long as there's a feeling of hands going down. Also, hang on. You think the call was rough? Oh, I think as a podcast, our position is putting, insisting on hands hitting the ground is, it's it's stopping sumo being great. That's his whole jam though. Yeah, but. You know when you're standing in front of him that you've got to put your hands down or at least like make a bit more of a But all I'm saying is it. he's old fashioned. They need to move him on, <laughs> get some young Georgie up there who understand that putting the hands down is stopping the sport from being great. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did. Well, Pull it up. he pulled it up anyway. And so that happened uh, and they reset to go again. This time, Terunofuji charges in. He looks for the belt, but he didn't find it. Onosha responds by grabbing the upper body of Terunofuji, who is a much taller person than he is. And he just leant in. He went for it. He drives Terunofuji back, almost trying a throw as they move towards the bales. But Terunofuji... Locked his knees, stayed up, but Onosho just stayed at it. As uh, Onosho was driving Terunofuji back, we saw him try to lock the arms up, but today it just didn't work. Onosho was in close, he was pushing up, and in the end he was able to grind Terunofuji over the bales. Could you believe this? Yeah, it was a huge win from Onosho. Really, really big. Terunofuji was way too high. Onosho was in at him like a little, just going for it. I guess my first question is, did the mudder have something to do with this? And I don't think you can say that Terunofuji would definitely have won the last one because I think Onosho went 
you know, as soon as he heard the call, he, right, he went a lot lip, earlier. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he allowed himself to be taken out. So we don't know that Teranofuji would have definitely won if the matter wasn't called. It wasn't that late. But he, he did show a certain way that he was going to go. I don't know that it was that different the second time, but Anosha seemed to go lower and closer perhaps than he was going to. I think the thing that I love about Onosho, he's at Maegashira 1 and he's a genuine danger to Sanyaku mm. in a way that Takarafuji isn't this time. Like Onosho's probably, probably going to lose a bunch of bouts here, but he, you know, when lightning strikes for him, he's unstoppable. Yeah, but I mean, he's the only other win he's got is a Fusensho. So, like, he hasn't shown. Uh, sorry, who was the Fusensho against? <laughs> it was against Hakuho. Sure. sure. Quality Fusensho. Big Fusensho. Big Fusensho. Huge one. They don't get any bigger. No. He's the like, greatest of all time. Oh. <laughs> he has been Fusenshoed by. <laughs> That's not the way to use that, is it? Um, but yes, he can show those flashes of brilliance and that's why he's at Maegashira 1 <laughs> and I'm glad he showed it today. Well, I'm not. No, I know. I know. It's I a tricky one, it. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I was I was just happy for Onosho. Obviously, Terunofuji is still in a very good position at 4-1 and one after today. Mm. Uh, I like to see a chink in his armour. Mm. Mm. For sure. And I think that was Onosho being small and coming up at him because he held Terunofuji so high. It doesn't make and any sense. And he couldn't lock the arms doesn't up. doesn't make so any sense. So he couldn't sense. use the belt because he was too high and he couldn't lock his arms up properly because he was too high. Yeah. And he was on the back foot and as soon as he's going backwards, the knees are not working properly. Yeah, so true, true. <laughs> it's just a confluence of, of great uh, sumo from um, Onosho and it it was just really great. Yeah, congratulations to Onosho and the Onosho team. You did really well. Uh, two and three, he goes into day six. The next bout was Ozeki Shodai up against Maegashira to Wakataka Kage. Shodai sprang forward at the touchy eye, looking dominant. He wrapped his arms around Wakataka Kage, but couldn't get him across the Tawara. Took him all the way back, couldn't step him over. And suddenly Shodai's moving backwards with a full power Wakataka Kage coming back at him. And he was out. Seriously, this guy, oh, Wakataka Kage. I know. He's got power. I know. So great to see him finding some success early in this basho. The, the thing that I found really interesting here is that we love Shoto. We're big. We are longtime supporters. Sometimes we notice that he, he's happy to take the back foot at the touchy mm -hmm. eye. Today, we saw him come forward really um, decisively and he got punished. Mm. Well... When did he get punished though? Because oh, he, straight away after he went forward. But he, no, he took Wakataka Kage back to the edge. He nearly won at that point. It was nearly another of those like slam dunks. Yeah. But Wakataka Kage anchored and, and came back, which I feel like we've seen him do oh, a number of times. We have. I mean, I, I didn't think it was that clear cut for Shodai in the opening attack there. It was almost like he got there and didn't know what to do next. Whereas when you see Shodai in the back foot, that's when he's, he has all these yeah, options. That's true. Uh, but a, a big, big win for Maegashira to Wakataka Kage. He had an interview after. Well, the interview's terrible. I wasn't happy with the interview. The only person I've seen... Well, I actually think he was worse than Endo in the interview. He doesn't say anything. Like, is that cool or no? Um, 
I think it's cool. Is it stoic? Well, we believe this might be his first interview and we were wondering why he might have got an interview today. But in beating Short Eye, that's his first uh, Ozeki that he's beaten. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether or not that triggers an interview or not, I'm not sure. But, yeah, beating an Ozeki does, for sure. Uh, it, it was only his third time meeting an Ozeki. Uh, mm. He did go down to Shodai and Takakesho in November. Okay, so maybe nervous. I would say nervous, a big milestone for him. Because I, I could almost translate his <laughs> answers in Japanese, which is a worry because yeah. it means that all he's really saying <laughs> is like, oh, yeah. Okay. Doing my style of sumo. Done yeah. my best. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. I love this energy. Yeah. He's, he's two and three after that win. Ozeki Shodai also on the same score, two and three. The next bout of the day, Ozeki Takakesho up against Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji, did you have a look at his eyebrow? Yeah, it was taped, taped. and it was flat taped. Flat taped. I can't remember if that means win or no win. Well... We've seen flat tapes fail in the past. We've seen a lot of success from big puffy tapes. Big puffy tapes. So yeah, it was definitely flat. How it works out here. Out of the touchy eye, Takakesho looked sharp. One thrust, two thrusts. He destabilized Hokuto Fuji, but Hokuto Fuji was able to block the main force of these attacks. He steps around the doyo and then re-engages. As Takakesho came at him, Hokuto Fuji was attacking high. The Nodawa, the throat attacks, was keeping Takakesho off balance, preventing him from getting low. And Hokuto Fuji was actually able to move him back towards the bales. Takakesho struggled to recover. Hokuto Fuji was just in a better position here and he pushed him over the bales for an Oshitoshi win. And the tape came off. <laughs> well, you were you were cl- keeping a close eye. What was the point where the tape? Well, came I saw off? it was right at the end, actually. So they went face to face. It was as uh, Hokuto Fuji was uh, pushing back, and they sort of rubbed faces against each other. And it did get Takakesho with some blood on him as well. And if you haven't been covered in Hokuto Fuji's blood, who are you really in sumo? I feel like it's a badge of honor. But yeah, Hokuto Fuji was really ready to to move to the side. With Takakesho. Yeah. He he knew what he had to do with those shoves and he did it. He'd really planned this one. Yeah. You don't see Hokuto Fuji, I feel like, I don't see Hokuto Fuji plan that often. I think he really goes with the flow. But today I feel like he planned and I feel like he pulled it off. Yeah. I I completely agree. Yeah. I, I thought this was very clever sumo. He just unpicked the Takakesho game plan perfectly. Yeah. Commits his head again, you know, which we were talking about yesterday. But I love this guy when he's doing the style of sumo. Hokuto Fuji moves to three and two. A big scalp of an Ozeki Takakesho moves to three and two as well. The final bout of the day, Meisei against Ozeki Asanayama. Asanayama moved in close. He got a really good position around Meisei's body. He kept that good position and he worked Meisei around and back and out. Pretty dominant sumo here. Again, nothing flashy, but just the, the movement was really good and the stability was really good. The footwork was great. Oh, I just thought he handled Meisei perfectly here. Just very uh, effective, economical Ozeki sumo from Asunyama today. The only Ozeki to pick up a win. Mm. He moves to four and one. Uh, Meisei two and three.
Well, the leaderboard out in front is Miogiryu on five wins. So that's nice to see. Feel good at heading the pack at this stage. And then on four wins, we have Terunofuji, Takanosho, Takayasu, Chionokuni, Aoyama, Kaisei, and Asanuyama. The only reason there's sunny hours at the end is that Sumo DB updates the final <laughs> about really quickly. So when I copied that, I had to copy him in there manually. That was, right. that was in such a weird order. Yeah. <laughs> that just suddenly occurred to me. All right, let's look at tomorrow's bouts. Uh, Myogiryu takes on Hokuto Fuji. There's 6-5 against each other, wow. um, Hokuto Fuji's way. So both of these rickshi are in great form. I think that will that may be bout of the day. Let's have a look up the top of the Todakumi. Takakesho takes on Shimonoumi. Shodai takes on Meisei. Wakataka Kage has a shot at Asuniyama. Mm. Onosho takes on Takanosho. Terunofuji takes on Kiribayama oh, in wow. the Mongolian matchup. And uh, Daesho takes on Takarafuji. Great bouts tomorrow. So some huge bouts for day six. Thank you so much for joining us today on Sumo Mainichi. We love each and every one of you. Please join us tomorrow for day six. Bye. Bye. Yeah.